Find out the secrets to building your personal brand. Get control in your life by using leverage. Discover the power of outsourcing. The king of the no BS common sense approach to business. Welcome to Confessions of a Virtual Boss, hosted by the virtual boss himself, Michael Brody. Hello everyone and welcome back to episode number three of Confessions of a Virtual Boss. And as always, your host and virtual boss, Michael Brody. It's great to have you with us today. I'm going to start this show today by asking you a question. If you could be anywhere in the world right now doing you know, absolutely anything you want, where would you be and what would you be doing? Send me a tweet at the virtual boss. Let me know your thoughts on that one. And my next question is, why aren't you? Maybe you're exactly where you want to be right now. But if you're not, a lot of people aren't, then throughout this show and the subsequent shows, we're going to, as you know, we're going to be covering absolutely everything you need to know to enable you to get that type of freedom into your life by hiring virtual assistants, hiring remote workers, and putting systems in place. And of course, applying my favorite ingredient of all, which is old school business common sense added to the 21st century changes in the world. And I'm doing this show today, guys, from my balcony in Tangalonda Bay. It's Huatoco, Mexico. The view here is spectacular. I tend to come to a beach resort Every usually I come for about a week every month because I'm a huge fan of, of water sports and I'm a lover. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a lover. I'm addicted. I love it to golden sand and warm seafront. It's beautiful. Tweet me again at the virtual boss with any vacation suggestions you have. I'm always wanting to try some new places. So anything you suggest, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. And remember, the virtual boss lifestyle it's about building your dream business. It's about getting control back in your life and sticking your middle finger up at the corporate world. Really stick it up at them to all the rigidness and the rules. You're the boss and you're a freaking miracle. You're unique and you're in control. Deep down, you might not know it on the surface, but you're in control of your life. You're in control. Even now you're in control. You chose to listen to me today and you can choose every other aspect of your life as well. You might just be letting the world dictate you right now. I let it dictate me in the past, but screw it. You can get that control and freedom in your life. It's possible. Trust me, it's possible. So this episode is the next building block in what is the virtual boss lifestyle. It's the next step towards building the virtual boss lifestyle. This episode today is about the secrets of building a killer content creation team. And I'm going to talk you through how to hire virtual content writers. And also, I'm going to throw around some ideas on how much to pay them. We'll also touch on some basics of, of keyword optimization for those of you who are new to content creation. Anyone who's tried content creation knows that it's pretty hard and often it can be boring for many people. Not everybody loved English when they were at school in English language or literature. Smaller businesses, especially startups and one or two man bands, they've got a million things to do. 
I know it from when I started the toy shop back at 17. It, it, you know, the 80 hour weeks, it, it's hard and it's difficult and it's challenging. Okay. And also you, you might just not like doing content, but it, nonetheless, it's valuable to your business. Anybody with an online presence, and let's face it, most people probably should have an online presence, even if you haven't already. Some kind of online presence is, is crucial in 2017. But maybe you can't afford to pay out $30,000 salaries to hire someone as a full-time content writer. A lot of businesses can't, especially as a startup. You want to keep costs down. You're not, you're not wanting to spend on, you know, you might not have the capital to be able to spend. You're just starting out. It, it, you know, it's fair enough. Maybe you know about outsourcing content. Maybe you, you, you've read about it or you have a friend who's maybe done it. They might have had a great experience, a bad experience, whatever it is. However, anyone who has outsourced content creation knows there's so many moving parts that you have to manage to get the quantity and the quality of content you're looking for. To put it plainly, businesses don't want to spend the time figuring it out. Which is why we see so many businesses and entrepreneurs out there struggling to keep up high levels of good quality content that will ultimately drive traffic and revenue to your business. I see it all the time. You, you will as well. When you start Googling around different companies, you'll see blogs and they were doing it weekly or monthly or daily. And then suddenly there's like a six month gap and it looks like the companies went out of business or, or they don't give a damn about it anymore. Either way, it looks bad. And it also, it's affecting them from a revenue perspective, both short and long term, because it's great for not just marketing and interacting with customers, but it's great Google search engines love it as well. Anyway, first bit of good news for you is you do not need to pay $30,000, $35,000 pound salaries to hire someone to write content for you. You can, in fact, hire a remote worker here in the Philippines, degree educated in media, business, law, accountancy, journalism, philosophy, and you can hire a good quality content writer in 2017, regardless of what people might try and tell you when they try and upsell you on some service or they try to charge you a fee or they try to tell you their teams, you know, the, the handpicked best. From tw in 2017, you can hire a very, very freaking good content writer in the Philippines between $450 and $800 a month. And I'm talking about someone real good here, you know, high level, top 10%. Okay, so I've just saved you 20 or 23 grand on salary costs without compromising your quality. You want to make a donation to me? or? <laughs> but trust me, for 95% of businesses, 6 and $700 a month content writer with, let's say, five plus or four plus years, five plus years experience in media or journalism or teaching or, or lecturing in the Philippines will be far superior in both work ethic and quality than the American, British or Australian counterpart on a two and a half, three grand a month salary. And don't get me wrong, guys, most of you who, you know, have met me and most of you who followed me or, have, you know, you know, I'm probably British. However, as you also know, Back when I was you know, 18, 19, well, 19, I had the 40 plus local staff working for me in, in my retail shops and in, in nightclub in the United Kingdom. So I know the comparison between cost and quality. And I'm telling you this because my obsession is building businesses, making money, having freedom, 
and doing it all right while having fun and maximizing margins without compromising quality. Regardless of your views on globalization, we all have our political views, and this isn't a political show, so we're not going to even talk about politics. I don't care. I don't care about profit and business and things we can actually do today. The fact is your competitors are doing it. And if they're not doing it right now, then sooner or later the penny will drop and they will realize they can. And they'll kick your ass because business is so competitive now because of the influx in competition locally and globally. It's really, really important to do these two things. And here's the two things You'll hear me emphasize over and over and over, and you'll be saying, geez, Mike, not again, but throughout every show, confessions of a virtual boss. The first thing, maximize profitability without reducing quality. Please also note, for those of you who think paying a $500 or $600 a month salary is somehow immoral, the devil, evil, slave pusher, whatever term you want to try and give it, it's not true, it's crap. Let me just put this into perspective for anybody who maybe is questioning the moral judgment in this. $600 in the Philippines is the equivalent salary of what a certified public accountant with three to five years experience in the field will earn working for a local company. A store clerk, imagine like Walmart, Asda, Tesco, equivalent in the Philippines, is $200 a month. Okay, that's just to give you an idea and a perspective of all this. Okay, so now we've sorted the cost problems and I'm getting you focused on the $500 and $600 salaries instead of the two and a half, three thousand salaries in America or wherever you might be. The next option is this, okay? You can pay per article. Instead of paying content creators a fixed salary, have you ever considered paying per article? And common numbers are $2.50 to $5.00 per article for 300 to 500 words, and between $5 and $15 for 1,000 and 2,000 word articles. They're just ballpark figures to, to, to play with and get around, your, you know, put in your head just so you can get the thoughts going. A big advantage to this is you pay on results, which means you're paying for the actual result. The disadvantage is, depending on how many articles your, your content writers creating, it can be a little bit more expensive. Also, technically, you can't guarantee the number of articles because they're freelance, unless you set this up as some part of a, an agreement with the writer. For example, instead of per article, you could say per 10 articles, um, instead of a submission day deadline, um, something like that. But the next question people always say to me, and I, I, I did a speech on this, actually. Um, I did a speech for it was a business in a business seminar um, when we, last month actually in uh, in Davao and it was actually to content writers and how do you know or how do you ensure your writers know what to write about first thing is first which I assume you already did if you've got a website or an online presence you'll have done keyword research to see which keywords you want to rank for and if you've not used tools like Google Keyword Planner you know, SEMrush or SEMrush, whatever it is, <laughs> that's a good one. Also, SpyFu and other similar things, similar online tools. Note, try to rank for the low-hanging fruit. I don't mean your oranges, your apples, your bananas here. I mean, uh, 
create a three-step strategy. Keywords you want to rank for quickly. Generally, they're going to be less competitive traffic with lower, less competitive with less traffic. But you'll be able to rank strong positions for them, especially if you're a local business. Especially, the chances are your competitors aren't really mastering this whole content strategy thing. So you've got a huge opportunity there, more than likely. Then a different strategy for keywords is long-term objective. Generally, they are medium competitive keywords with medium or, or preferably high traffic numbers. The holy grail, of course, is low competition with crazy high search volume. However, you know, it is 2017, content creation is not new. This is pretty challenging, although it's not impossible. You know, it's certainly not impossible, but just challenging. But see, combine the three strategies. The next question, you've done your keyword research. What next? Now you need to communicate with your writers what you expect your articles, blogs, and contents to be like. And this is, this is simple. You have so many online tools out there that are both paid and free. However, the real easy way to do this is set up a Google document with these columns. Headline, the, the headline one for the article, the objective of the article, you know, what's the objective, the goal, the target audience, who are you targeting? Is it a particular consumer, particular age group, whatever it might be, and the keywords you want to include in the article. In addition to that, perhaps an example of a similar piece of content that you're looking to create, maybe the similar style. And that's all. Boom. There you go. Set up a Dropbox or Google Drive and have them just send over the work when complete. Review it. It's good. Great. Boom. Get it out there. If it's not, you know, suggest advisories. And then again, get it out there. I find, okay, if you hire a full-time content writer, a VA, a remote member of your team, then set up a trial article first. Set up a trial article and subject it to meeting the criteria. Then hire them. You could ask them to do this for free, or a common way is to offer to pay them for it regardless of whether you hire them. Obviously, the, the article would still have to pass your initial criteria, of course. Just so you know, I personally write one blog per day that is directly written by me. Now, how I do this is unique. It's how a virtual boss does things. We're unique creatures. We do not go by conformity. I have one of my VAs, virtual assistants, research information based on my article topic. So I'll pick the topic. They then pull the data. They give me the important facts to include. And they give it to me in an easy step-by-step -step format, an easy-to-read format. It has to be easy to read. I left school at 16. <laughs> I then put it together and I add my thoughts, opinions, and of course, personality. It saves me a bundle of time on, on the research side of things, which I don't like doing. I'm not a huge fan of it. I'll be honest, I'm an action guy. I'm not a research guy. And it lets me get the content out to all my audience quicker and stress-free. On that note, that's something anyone can do. You yourself, listening to this can do that right now. Right now, you can do that. You can have somebody research and provide it all. Freaking hell, you can have someone even create the content for you if you really don't want to do any articles yourself, any blogs. You can, you know, get someone to do the whole shebang, the whole thing. 
And general VAs are invaluable to you as an entrepreneur, as time is the most important commodity you have. The one thing everybody on the deathbed wants more of is time. Each ticking second is another second towards the end of our life. You know, I don't want to kind of, you know, bring this out and make you drop down on your knees and cry. Maybe you're a little older than I am. But it's a scary thought. And really one of the big kick-ups the arse, kick up the arse that I got when I was doing monotonous tasks I hated doing. I kind of got this spark and it just went off in my head. The same spark I got when I opened the retail shops. I said, I'm refusing to continue this this hamster wheel of, of doing crap tasks I don't want to do. I'm sick of it. What's the fucking point? I don't want to do this. I, 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 My time is better spent elsewhere. So I decided to hire VAs and build a virtual boss lifestyle by hiring remote workers in the Philippines. Now, as you know, I'm 24, I'm totally free, free in time, I'm free in financial freedom, and best of all, I've, I fully removed myself from the daily grind of the business, and I can now concentrate on working on the business and not working in it on the things I don't like to do. I do the three things I love in life, building businesses, including virtualstaff.ph, spending time with family and friends. Work from anywhere in the world. I like working from anywhere in the world. I used to work from the office in my nightclub and I would go around the stores. I like going around the stores. It was fun. But what I'm saying is I worked in the one office and it, it was, you know, it was okay. It was, it was a good experience. But after a year, I was bored. Nightclubs, by the way, are great. Great fun for a little bit, but they're not, they're not, they're not tremendous. They, um, you kind of get sick of seeing everybody drunk all the time, and you're like, "Jeez, oh, breaking glasses and crap like that." And I'm like, "Gee, dude, I've just bought that last week. Show some respect." Anyway, I'm in Watoko, Mexico, right now, as I said earlier, and my team are all home based in the Philippines. I'm flying to Boracay next week, followed by I'm going to do three weeks back in Davao, where I have a home. Then I'll be going to a beautiful little island called Bahal for five days. The point I'm making here is the businesses are all running great because I have the systems and the team in place. I have the quality virtual employees. I'm on contact by Skype. Go to meetings. I have the Slack live chat, which I'm often you know logged into on some kind of mobile device. I use tools like Trello to set tasks. And something I like to use or something, and, and also something I don't like to use is a thing called time tracking software. However, it's an option I have if I really, you know, if, I'm, if there's any concern on productivity or a new employee or anything like that, and I can do that. And it, it lets you know what they're working on and you can evaluate, obviously, um, you know, productivity level. But personally, I just set goals. I say, okay, we want three videos edited today. I'm not bothered when you work, just boom, they're done by the end of the day. And I'm happy. And it's good because I have good quality guys in my team. That's in girls in the team. That's, that's what's key here. You also have those three choices. It's just about knowing how to do it and avoiding the rookie beginner mistakes everyone, including me, has went through when first hiring remote for years. Hell, whenever hiring any employee, whenever hiring any employee, you um, make mistakes. I've hired some real bad ones who I thought were great in the past. This is when I had you know, the businesses in the UK. 
By the way, VA is just a short term for virtual assistant. If you're wondering, what, what the hell is this? What, what are you going on about? What the hell is a VA? Okay, that's that clarified. <laughs> okay, so back to creating killer content with remote team. Depending on the volume you're looking to produce, most businesses will need just one full time or per article content writer. Make sure you get some sample work, set a trial topic task, and of course, don't just look for the cheapest salary. Paying $500 a month instead of $400, for example, might mean a content writer who is far superior in quality. They could be 40%, 50% better in quality in terms of experience and actual work they can produce. Don't let $100 a month or $3 per day be the difference between hiring the, the, the great guy, the great person. Okay? And if you're looking to build huge quantity or of content and looking to build a content team, a whole team of content creators. Maybe you're offering this to local clients at, say, $15 or $20 per article, and you're outsourcing the Philippines at a lower rate, and your profit is the difference in between. I don't know, but it's a business model that works. And I know this because I've consulted for a company in the past who did just that. That was their business model. I consulted them. They, they wanted 10 guys. They brought me in. They were having problems. And we, we blew this whole thing up. It was good. And they had a really good system in place. They had, you know, the local team who were visiting the clients personally. And they were just outsourcing to the remote team in the Philippines who were, who were actually doing the content. Really good business. If you want a content team, you'll need to hire a head editor. Expect to pay... It depends, $600 to 1200 per month for a good quality full-time chief editor who has vast experience you know, editing publications, both online and offline, articles, blogs, ebooks, whatever it might be. And I'm talking about someone here at, at the top of the game, someone who was in the United States that would, that someone if they were in the United States would be charging or would cost seven to 12,000 bucks a month. Seriously, seven to 12 grand a month, I'm talking. That's what it would cost you in America. For a seven hundred dollars to twelve hundred dollars a month chief editor in the Philippines. Before I let you go, let me quickly just give you five keys to remember when you are outsourcing content creation and hiring remote staff to produce it for you. Real quick, here's the five. Number one, sample lots of writers. Find the one that's right for your business and, and the goals you have. Secondly. Master the art of providing instructions that are concise, to the point, and easy to follow. If you want to create an amazing content for your business, you must provide amazing instructions to the writers. Simple, right? <laughs> Number three, consider the, the first piece of content as the writer's first draft. Remember, writers are not telepathic. They don't have magic powers. They will adjust to your style of, of what you expect over time, but don't expect the first couple of articles to be perfect, to be the, the perfecto, as written to your exact style preference. I mean, come on, let's, let's be realistic. Writing in itself is an art and a science. Fourth, build long-term relationships. It's, it's way more, trust me, it's way more cost-efficient in the long run Plus, it, it ensures that you're getting good stream of quality content and you have the confidence and the, the assurance that the writers know what you expect it to be like. It's going to save you time having to send it back and forth, you know, for corrections and all this. So 
build long-term relationships if, if you can, is my advice. Fifth, reward your riders. You want to build a team of, of dedicated, loyal, reliable riders. Treat them well. Basic human thing. Treat them well, and they'll reward you by producing top content, especially freelancers. They'll give your assignments top attention. Okay, so the last thing we're going to just quickly touch on, which we touched on earlier, and I'm just going to ask you the question. Full-time salary versus per article assignment. Lastly, we're going to, I'm just going to ask you this one. It depends on what you think will be the best for your business. I've given you both the advantages and disadvantage. You decide on what's going to be the best for you. I hope this has helped. I hope this show, is, this podcast, this specific episode and the ones before and yet to come are all helping you build this virtual boss lifestyle. I am Michael Brody and you find me on Twitter at The Virtual Boss. And be sure to let me know if you need any personal tips or advice when it comes to hiring a VA, outsourcing parts of your business or anything else, any business general tips or anything you want to ask me. I'm more than happy to help. I appreciate you spending the time listening to me today, and I'm glad that I can bring value. Have an awesome day, and I'll see you on our next episode of Confessions of a Virtual Boss. I love doing that. See you next time, guys. This is Confessions of a Virtual Boss.